Welcome to the Career Skills Network podcast, where we take a deep dive into successful professionals in a variety of fields who turned a simple idea into profound success and continue to make a positive impact in the lives of everyone they meet. My name is Kinsey Oswald, and I'm the director of social media for this amazing nonprofit organization. Ashley Lindsay sat down with us and shared about her experience in becoming a photographer and how she has been able to create a successful career from a lifelong passion. Something specifically that I love that we touched on was the importance of making mistakes and how integral that is in the entrepreneurship pursuit. This talk provides great insight into opening a small business and specific tips on becoming a photographer. Welcome, Ashley. I was born and raised in South Texas, down in Victoria, about three hours south from College Station, where I currently am now. Um, met my husband while I was in college, and he was in medical school, so we moved to Connecticut for a few years, and then in Minnesota for the past 12 years. That's awesome. So how did you get kind of into the photography industry? How did that start for you? Um, I've always had a camera in my hand. It was always a hobby. I think I alone kept Kodak alive in the 90s with the uh, disposable <laughs> cameras. Yeah. I had, I yeah. had hundreds of them all the time. Um, we, I worked PR and public relations in college. And then when we first moved to Connecticut, by the time we moved to Minnesota, my skills are a bit outdated. Um, you know, software and things like that change like every six months. If you don't use it, you kind of lose it. So I went back to school uh, once we got to Minnesota for another degree and I took a photography class just for fun because I needed an elective. Um, I'd recently quit a job and I was kind of floundering a bit and I was doing photos for a friend and she said, why don't you do this? And I looked at her like she was kind of crazy because I didn't know what she meant, but she meant photography as a business. It never crossed my mind that that was something that I could do. So I just took the leap in 2012 and decided to try. That is awesome. So what did you major in in college? I actually have two different degrees. The first one is uh, maritime administration. I went to Texas A&M in Galveston. Mm -hmm. Sounds wicked fancy, but it's not. It's basically just a business degree with a few shipping classes. I um, kind of thought I'd always live near the water so I could do PR, advertising and things like that for like a shipping company. And then that just, you know, didn't really pan out. <laughs> and then when we moved to Minnesota, um, I did a second degree with advertising and public relations. What of your degree do you think you can apply to the industry that you're currently in with photography, if anything? You know, I'd like to say all of it, but that is not true at all. Um, I think starting your own business and especially something in a creative field, nobody really teaches you that. You learn some of the business basics and things like that in college, but never really how to do something like that. Um, the silliest, most helpful thing I did was buy a book called Small Business for Dummies. Uh -huh. <laughs> it, it sounds so ridiculous, but I still recommend it to everybody because it gives you all the little legal steps you need to do, like registering your business in the state you're in, how to create bank accounts, like that stuff, the tangible things you actually have to do that nobody teaches you. Um, so I like my degrees. I had a great time in college. The classes were really fun, but I can't say 100% uh, that they were necessary for what I'm doing. Have you kind of, is it kind of self-taught? Have you referenced other people? What's kind of been your journey with educating yourself in your field? It has been, I would say 90% self-taught. Yeah, I have taken a few photography classes, but and those are great, but that was like basic use of your camera. It wasn't the business side of anything. Um, so when I started this whole process and figuring out what I really wanted to do, I did meet with a few photographers that were local in my town that I lived in. Um, and a couple of them were super helpful. It's a, it's a, big community. There's thousands of photographers out there. Um, but I was really lucky to find a few who really wanted to help. Like 
nobody ever wants to talk about money and salary and things like that, but these photographers really were. Um, the idea is if we're all charging more, we can all make more. Um, so I was able to find a few photographers locally, um, but I also found who she's still my mentor now, a woman named Sue Bryce. She's an international portrait photographer and her whole goal is to teach you how to make money in a creative business. She happens to be a photographer, so it really worked for me. Um, I went from 2012 to 2016, just photographing everything and being okay, happy, but not like loving everything and not making any money because I didn't know what to charge. Nobody talked about that. And then I came across her. I was actually looking for um, lessons on posing women. That's something I wanted to do. And she came up as like the guru of it. She was super open and shared everything about her business. And then the year later, she started a whole education platform on it. And so I learned how to, what I should be charging, how to actually make money doing something like this. I've always been pretty good at marketing. That's something I've always enjoyed creating marketing pieces and things like that. But it just gave me a little more focus because mm -hmm. when you're in a creative field, you can be all over the place. She just worked with women who wanted to take photos of themselves. And I realized I was shooting weddings and babies and birthdays and events and blah, blah, blah. And I just hated it. So I was able to really focus down on one thing that I ended up finding. I love photographing. And before that, I didn't, it never would have crossed my mind that you could do that. So I have a very small niche market. I just work one-on-one -on -one with women. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's not the norm in photography either. So what's your, what's your favorite part about what you do? What kind of brings it all to life? I know the actual act of doing it is really nice, but what are kind of the bonus sprinkles on top pieces? I joke about this a lot with clients. I need to put it in my contract. Once we start working together, I feel like you become a really good friend. Uh -huh. um, photography is very vulnerable. Nobody loves to have their photo taken. That's just the name of the game. Um, and so getting somebody to relax and be calm or laugh or just be themselves in front of the lens is... Um, I'm really good at that and I enjoy doing that and it just to see them kind of relax and become themselves and we just talk and have fun and so I feel like I get new friends out of every session that I do and I wasn't expecting that. So what kind of characteristics do you think someone who's going into photography should kind of embody? What's a good personality that kind of makes it more of like a natural career path? Um, you have to be willing to constantly learn new things. It's like with any technology, cameras are always changing, lights are always changing, um, and learning those things. I take a class once a month that just kind of updates you on what the new trends are in photography. Because um, you also, you want to know the trends, but you don't want to necessarily be trendy. You want your work to last and you know be around for years. Yeah. So um, being able and willing to learn constantly is a huge one for me. Um, I <laughs> didn't start out that way. I started out like, eh, I know enough. This is good. I could just do this. Um, but if you want to grow and become better and try to be the best at what you do, you really have to be open to learning. Um, and in that, open to making mistakes and not thinking it's the end of the world or, oh my God, it's only me. Everybody else can do this. That's not true. Um, we all make the big mistakes, just not everybody talks about it. And when you're doing your own small business, making mistakes is more common than not. Mm -hmm. um, so I do like some of the, I'm 41, and I like how some of the generations below me are learning that that's part of an entrepreneur, making these big mistakes. You just do, you learn from it, you move on. Yeah, so how, what have you done to kind of help navigate that hardship? You know, because like in a traditional organization, there's kind of like a hierarchy of management that helps you navigate. There's a whole HR department yeah. <laughs> that helps. So how do you kind of navigate that hardship independently? Um, 
a couple different ways. I was really lucky in Duluth. The photography community up in Minnesota was very close. And so when I was first starting out, I had them to ask questions to. There were a couple photographers doing exactly what I wanted to do. And they were so kind and welcoming to me by kind of pushing me um, in ways to make things easier. Uh, but I also was a part of a couple different mastermind groups. Um, so one of them had a leader that came in. We were all women-owned businesses and all different types of businesses. And talking with people, I didn't have any employees, it was just me, but talking with women who have like one employee or five employees or bigger bank accounts or make more money or less money and just having different perspectives of people who aren't in your industry was pretty business changing for me. You get very kind of closed in on like your creative things and what you do. So to have somebody like an accountant or somebody who runs a, uh, I think we had an architect or an architect in the group also. So women who had nothing to do with what I did. So. Yeah. You yeah. can learn so much from each other despite so not being much. in the industry, which I think is helpful because then you don't feel like there's competition there and there's a free flow of ideas because you know that no one else is going to kind totally. of your industry. Yeah. You said that about competition and that was a, a, a hard thing for me to learn and really practice. There is enough for everyone. We might have a thousand photographers here in my area. None of them do what I do. I don't do what they do. Um, so keeping that in mind and it really helps make these connections also because now I refer business to other photographers and they refer to me. So keeping it as community over competition has been a really great way to do that. And it also gives you more people in your area that you can kind of talk to about these things. Did you kind of feel like that was the culture of the photography group here? Or is that something that you kind of had to curate in your head, like community over competition in your own? Um, yeah, I was taught that pretty on. Um, there's a, a national group called um, the Rising Tide and it's all um, creatives in different industries and stuff, and that's definitely their motto. So when I really kind of sat back and thought about that, um, you know, I was in a town of about 90,000 people, and I was personally friends with about 60 photographers. So you're kind of like, oh my God, I'm never going to get the business. It's not going to happen. But then you start talking to them and getting to know them, and you realize what you do is so different from what they do. Um, so there really is enough for all. So I was nervous when we moved back to Texas if I was gonna find that again. And oddly enough, I did. So that's kind of exciting. I've befriended a lot of wedding photographers. So I don't do weddings and they don't photograph women. And so we can refer to each other. And a lot of them also have that community over competition look on things. Um, and the idea of us all charging more so we can all make more and things like that. So I've been very lucky where we've lived. That's awesome. So kind of wrapping up, if you were to give advice, either your younger self or someone starting out in the industry, kind of what would you say, what are the stepping stones, tangible kind of pieces that would help someone in this field get to where you are? I say this to kind of anybody in like the high school age into early college, intern as many places as you can, try different things, try totally random job opportunities. I, as high school and college, never would have thought photography or anything creative is where I would be. Um, I figured I'd have a nine to five, Monday to Friday. This is just what you do. Um, if I'd had that opportunity to intern at several different places, I think that would have kind of opened my mind to more options. Mm -hmm. um, coming from high school, I, you know, look at what you're doing in high school that you love. If there's a class that you really like, if you're doing an extracurricular or a sport or something like that, and see what you can find along those jobs, jobs along those things that you really enjoy doing. Um, you might take an internship and realize, oh my God, I hate that. I don't want to ever have anything to do with that. Or you might find something random that you had no idea was even out there. So that's my biggest thing I tell everybody. If you can take some internships, multiple different ones, do it. You'll never know what you're going to learn. 
Okay, well, thank you so much for sitting and talking with me. Um, if people want to learn more about you, where can they find you? Uh, my website is ashleylindsayphotography.com. I'm also Ashley Lindsay Photography on Instagram, and Instagram and Stories and Reels tends to be where I keep things most updated. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. The Career Skills Network podcast is brought to you by Career Skills Network. To learn more about Career Skills Network and all of the services that we offer, visit our website at csnet.org.